Well, what a privilege it is to be here uh, presiding at my first 5.30 Mass. I, I love the bass and the percussion. Man, great stuff. You know, one of my weekend uh, rituals is to recline for a while with the Sunday papers, and that includes the cartoon section. So one of my favorite cartoons is Pearls Before Swine. I don't know if any of you know that strip. It's a lot, it's long on irony, a little bit sarcastic, but it just boils down and drills down to truth. So here's the strip. Are you ready? The first frame, it shows a banner over the door of a conference. And the title of the conference is A Conference for the Self-Righteous. Okay? Conference for the Self-Righteous. And then in the first frame, there is a guy who's wearing a bicycle helmet and his lycra shorts and his cycling shirt, and he is Jeff the Cyclist, and he starts out by saying, well, because I rode here today, I really just want to say to you how I'm better than all of you. Second frame, it's Victor the Vegan, and he says, well, because I don't consume any thing other than grains, I am better than all of you. And the third frame is Ernest, the electric vehicle driver. He's driving his electric car. And he said, you, you wheat killer, you carbon consumer cyclist, he said, did any of you ever think that because I drive my electric car, I'm better than both of you? And then the last frame is the, the conference hosts says to each other, never give the microphone to a self-righteous person. And my friends, one of the insights that the church proposes for us is that it is easy to take our best intentions, our earnestly held convictions and passions, the things that are good that we hold to be true, and allow them to make us, yes, self-righteous. Everything we do because of our humanity, the church teaches, is filtered by our self-interest, right? Every thought, every intention, every ambition, as good and true and holy as it is, can and will be run through the lens of our pride and our self-will. And so we do our good intentions on our terms, in our way, and they become a way for us to keep score how we're doing relative to other people who don't do things our way. And friends, it is so easy to allow the message of resurrection and Easter to become just another self-improvement project. Just something we do. Just this past week, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, David Cameron, gave a wonderful YouTube talk, a lot of attention it's drawn, about his interpretation of the Easter message. He says, to me, Easter is about kindness, it's about compassion, and it's about service. 
And I want to applaud. I want to say that's great. That's good. That's a wonderful intention. But how quickly and how easily even that human intention to be kind, to be compassionate, to serve others, again, can become a comparative exercise. The way I am kind, the way I show compassion, the timeline on which I do service. This is the human disposition and inherent wiring because of the freedom God gives us to take even what is true and lovely and beautiful and to judge other people against the way we are trying to live that truth. And friends, the church gives us these 50 days to overcome that tendency for us to become filled with our own self-justifying tendencies, even around our spiritualities, our politics, our economics, our assumptions, our certainties. And the Easter message invites us to consider that God knows that about you and about me and about all of us. He knows that it was the human will to put up an, a mask of persona and ego to judge others, to compare ourselves against others, and to turn the truth of createdness, the truth of religion, into just another act of self-righteousness. And so, my friends, before we go back to turning religion into merely random acts of kindness and compassion and service, let us remember these scripture readings tonight which show us the reason we should be kind, the reason we should be compassionate, and the reason we should serve. It's not because these are things that we do in and for and through and because of ourselves. It is because God forgives us of ourselves. St. Peter shows this in the first reading. He insists that we tend very carefully and very deeply and very honestly to the fact that the people who were in charge of religion in the time of Jesus turned it into just another self-righteous enterprise. The resurrected Jesus, St. Peter says, appears to them in their closed room. And St. Peter, in the book of Acts, reminds the assembled religious people of his day who missed the message of Jesus. He said, you handed him over. You denied him. You judged him a murderer and called for the release of Barabbas. You and I put him to death. It is Peter's mirror held up to you and to me to look into our own hearts and how we will always bend and distort 
according to our pride and our own appearance and the way we want to come across to others. But Peter goes on in this lesson in the book of Acts. God raised him anyway. In spite of your hypocrisy, in spite of your self-centeredness, in spite of your self-justifying ways, God raised him anyway. This, folks, remember, this is Peter himself, the denier of Jesus, three times. Not blaming those in his hearing that day, but he is pleading with them because it is about himself. He has met the enemy, and it is he. We are witnesses to the fact that God has raised Jesus from the dead in spite of the fact that we missed the message. Peter goes on to say with great compassion, I know you did this out of ignorance because that is why he himself denied Jesus out of ignorance, out of the false self, out of the closed self, the prideful, self-righteous self. And so as we come to this table here on this third Sunday of Easter, let us remember the resurrection is more than human kindness. It is more than human compassion. It is more than human service. It is all of these good intentions, friends, that are done for the right reason, which is gratitude and thanksgiving. And so what is the invitation for us today? It's the last word of the gospel. Make up your mind. Because that is what the word repentance means in the old language. Meta nous. Go beyond the mind you have, which will always bend to your own advantage and self-righteousness and pride and comparisons and judging other people. Be converted by the fact that God loves you, that God desires nothing more for you to humbly accept his love and his forgiveness in spite of our self justifying ways.